Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The old saying goes that football is a sport for gentlemen played by thugs. And whilst I don't necessarily agree with that characterization, you'd be forgiven for thinking that more footballers aren't criminals with the way some of them have been disciplined over the years. At the end of the day, how do you financially punish someone to whom money is no object? Oh, what's that? A £5,000 fine? Yep, now I can pay. Apparently, according to some people on this list, the solution is to just fine them more. But with offences ranging from the banal to the extreme, it turns out that the punishments don't always fit the crime in the world of football. With that in mind, and with an honourable mention to that weird time Diego Maradona made the Argentinian team kick footballs at each other for being crap at training, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football, and these are 10 insane football punishments you won't believe. Number 10. The roly-poly goalie enjoys a pie pitch side. Lower league football is something particularly close to my heart. Do you remember back in 2017 when lowly Sutton United went on an insane FA Cup run? Something else I can relate to as a Chesterfield fan. To make it through to the fifth round of the FA Cup and a game against Arsenal. The tabloid press leapt upon this David versus Goliath encounter, paying particular attention to the <clears throat> rotund backup shot stopper Sutton United had goalkeeper Wayne Shaw. They could not get enough of him and bookmakers even offered odds of 8 to 1 that Wayne wouldn't be able to resist the temptation of having a pie mid-match. And Wayne, during the game, duly obliged, tugging into a Frey Bentos or whatever, no doubt washed down with a lovely cup of Bob Rule while sitting on the substitute bench. We all had a good laugh. And then, as with many things, the FA had to come in and ruin it all. Apparently, this was uh, against betting regulations. There was illegal or worrying, I should say, betting patterns around the event. And it all kicked off. Despite protesting his innocence, Wayne Shaw ended up resigning from Sutton United and was given a £375 fine and a two-month suspension by the sport's governing body. Still, though, it was worth it. Number nine, Man City are banned from Europe. Or should I say Man City were banned from Europe? You see, a while back, Manchester City, as a result of breaching financial fair play regulations between 2012 and 2016, were handed a punishment from UEFA that, well, yeah, really stung. The citizens were banned from European competitions for two whole years as a result of, well, just breaking all the economic rules, apparently. 
and they sent shockwaves through the football industry. People were questioning whether Pep or some of City's star players were even going to stick around whilst they weren't able to play in the likes of the Champions League and what would happen next? What would happen to the likes of PSG, etc.? And then just recently, UEFA went, actually, no, hang on. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Spend what you want, lads, and good luck in the Champions League next season. Don't worry, though. Man City were handed a 10 million euro fine, so that'll teach them. Number eight, Carlos Tevez saves West Ham amidst suspicious circumstances. I love a good football rivalry, but there are some weird ones out there. In particular, West Ham and Sheffield United, which can be traced all the way back to the 2006-2007 Premier League season, where both teams found themselves fighting for survival in the best league in the world. On transfer deadline day, West Ham had shocked the footballing world by signing Javier Mascarano and Carlos Tevez. They'd starred for Argentina in the 2006 World Cup and were expected to sign for big European clubs, not, you know, head to Upton Park to play for Alan Bloody Pardew. But that's where they went and that is where the controversy arose. You see, towards the end of the season, West Ham went on this incredible one and Carlos Tevez scored the goal that would keep West Ham United up. As a result, West Ham were hit by a then record £5.5 million fine for breaching signing regulations. But ask any West Ham fan and they'll tell you, yeah, it was worth it because Sheffield United got relegated and they were missing from the Premier League for over 10 years as a result. Number seven, Borough call a game off on 24 hours notice. We've all been there, you're not feeling great, something else has come up or you simply can't be asked, and so you cancel plans at the last minute. There's normally not a great deal of fallout as a result of that, maybe a few awkward conversations, but that's about it. But when you're a Premier League club, it really isn't that simple. Middlesbrough decided to call off a scheduled game with Blackburn Rovers just a day before and inform the Premier League as such as a result of the horrendous sickness problem that had torn through the squad, leaving 23 players unavailable. And they thought, you know what, that's a fair enough excuse. That's that. We'll see you whenever we reschedule the fixture. But the Premier League were not happy. They did not think that Borough had sufficient justification to call the game off on such short notice. And they came down on Borough hard, hitting them with a £50,000 fine and, crucially, a three-point deduction. That would come back to haunt Middlesbrough when they got relegated at the end of the season. Two points adrift from safety. Number six, Roy Keane ends an opponent's career. It seems like we can't get through a list on this channel without having to mention Roy Keane and that time he ended Alf Inga Haaland's career. If you want to know a little bit more about it, check out the list on five brutal acts of revenge in football history and help. Tell your friends about this channel. I really like talking about football. Anyway, it all stemmed from the time Roy Keane was playing for United, Alf Inga Haaland was playing for Leeds, Roy Keane got injured, Alfinger Haaland didn't believe him, and Roy Keane remembered that for the time they played each other in 2001. This time, Haaland was playing for Manchester City, and Roy Keane, yeah, targeted his knee in an awful challenge and basically ended his career. Anyway, the punishment for that initially for Roy Keane was a £5,000 fine and a three-match ban. Not really sufficient in many fans' eyes. But then it was an upped to an eye-watering 150 grand fine after Roy Keane admitted that it was an act of revenge in his autobiography. Little note to self here. I don't know why I have to keep reminding myself of this. But anyway, 
Never getting Roy Keane's bad books. Number five. Ashley Cole makes his feelings known on Twitter. The incident between John Terry and Anton Ferdinand in 2011 was a hugely contentious one in football and yet more examples of the fact that we still need to work hard to kick racism out of the beautiful game. An independent commission found Terry guilty of using racist remarks but Ashley Cole, his teammate at the time, was not happy, subsequently tweeting that the FA were <clears throat> a bunch of twats. They responded by hitting Ashley Cole with a £90,000 fine for his social media misstep. Still, though, it could be worse. You could do what Jolien Lescott did that one time and somehow managed to tweet a picture of a car after being spanked in the Premier League from your pocket. I'm still amazed how he did that. Number four, North Korea's World Cup woes. North Korea at the 2010 World Cup were an intriguing prospect. There were the fans in the crowd, there were the players crying before a ball had even been kicked, and then there was what happened with them in the group stages. After putting up a spirited performance in a narrow defeat to Brazil, the powers that be at home decided, you know what, let's televise our next game for everyone in North Korea to see. Who have we got next? Portugal. Who have they got? Ronaldo. They've got Ronaldo. Yeah, they got spanked 7-0 and then after North Korea lost their final group game against the Ivory Coast, they returned home in shame. And apparently the players were sentenced to hard labour as a result of their poor performances. And by the way, don't tell your dad about this one because he'll only say the same thing the next time England are crap at a major tournament. Give it a rest, Dad! Coming home! Number three, Huddersfield's Paddy Power Stunt. It may come as a bit of a surprise to you, but there are very strict rules as to what you can have on a football shirt. And I'm not just talking about this beautiful Chesterfield number here, but even whatever Tat Mansfield put out next season. Anyway, when Huddersfield Town announced that they were going to have this hideous Paddy Power sash across the front of their shirt, the FA and football purists were enraged. Of course, it turned out that it was just a big old publicity stunt that actually Huddersfield weren't going to have a sponsor on their shirt for the season and Paddy Power just wanted to promote their Save Our Shirts campaign but it was too late. Football's governing body were not amused. The FA hit Huddersfield with a £50,000 fine as a result of the largely innocuous stunt which was you know, kind of a bit dumb because it garnered a great deal of criticism as a result of the FA charging uh, Millwall just £10,000 for racist chanting from their fans a few months earlier. You might be right, Dad. The game's gone. Number two, Dean Windass picks up three red cards in one game. Dean Windass became a footballing legend when he hit a picture-perfect volley in the 2008 playoff final to send his native Hull to the Premier League. He was a decent striker on his day, but he was also one that wore his heart on his sleeve and sometimes let his emotions get the better of him. Case in point, when he was playing for Aberdeen in the mid-90s against Dundee United. Windass saw red literally and figuratively after two bookable offences, but not done there. Descent towards referee Stuart Dougal earned him a second red and a strop as he head off the pitch involving the corner flag made it three red cards in one game. The Aberdeen manager was sacked after the match and Windass received a six-match ban for his troubles. Sometimes it's just better to keep your mouth shut. Number one, QPR versus FFP. 
After securing promotion back to the Premier League, courtesy of a last-minute Bobby Zamora goal in the 2014 playoff final, things were looking good for Queen's Park Rangers. But behind the scenes, things weren't quite so rosy. You see, despite only just securing promotion back to the top flight, they had a higher wage bill at QPR than the majority of Premier League clubs. And once they knew they were going back to the Premier League, their spending just didn't stop. This, of course, caught the eye of the sports governing bodies who hit QPR with a record-breaking £40 million fine, one that remains the highest in the history of the sport. So how did this free spending campaign go? Badly, really badly. They only won eight games in the Premier League, finished bottom and haven't been seen since. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.